Hey everyone, uh, this is Selena. Hi everyone, this is Chithika, and welcome to Working Knowledge. Uh, this is a podcast where we're trying to expand our working knowledge of everyday things, so I hope you guys come join us. Um, technically, this is the first episode um, of this podcast, but we have worked on a previous podcast um, with a slightly different topic called Designing Activism, so check that out if you're interested. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, this is our new podcast. Yeah, we're very excited. Um, we yeah. are recording this remotely, so we're going to learn as we go. And yeah. that's kind of the point of this whole thing is to just learn a lot of, a lot of stuff as we go. So um, we realized, you know, that we have a lot of working knowledge of a lot of things. Um, and for the uninitiated, I guess that means you, we have a lot of, and most people our age, um, have a lot of like basic knowledge about how things work and you can mm -hmm. kind of get by doing a lot of things but we don't really understand why they are the way they are or how to fix them if they're broken so I feel like that's where most people are with you know tech for instance is yeah. you can make it work but if it's busted you don't know where to start besides the of course phone and the bag of rice trick um, <laughs> did you ever do that yeah. when you had a phone or when you broke your phone did you ever drop it in the toilet or something? No, I've never had water issues. I just, I've always dropped it like in the bathroom, but never into the like, toilet, the, the pot. Yeah. That's funny. I started the word. I can't say the word toilet. It really bothers Why? me. Oh I don't know. Um, Anyways, uh, I think a quick intro of us would be good um, since this is the first episode. Uh, my name is Selena. First. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we are both students, uh, recently graduated, um, very, uh, excited about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> we graduated from Carnegie Mellon University, um, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, both with Bachelor of Architecture degrees. Um, I got a minor in human-computer interaction, if that matters to anyone, and Chitika... <laughs> Oh, I have minors in architectural history and mm -hmm. professional writing. Woohoo! Yeah. Pretty exciting. Yeah. So Selena and I have very different side hobbies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although we, I mean, we, yeah, very different, but we have a lot in common, obviously. We know each other for I would hope the longest so. time. Oh yeah. my God, can you imagine? Yeah, imagine? but yeah. spoiler spoiler alert, that's how we're um, friends, is is because we were in home. It feels weird to say were, because I'm like, were? I still say, weird. yeah, we're, we go to school together. Oh, but yeah. now I have to say we went to school together, which is like, weird, sort of alarming. Yeah, yeah. seeing as we're both. I just learned a new word today to describe our uh, current situation. We're what? fun employed. Fun employed? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's too real at this point. I now. love that. Right? Yeah. I think that's great. I'm just going to put that on my resume. I'm going to be like, from fun May employed. 2020, yeah, onwards, I was fun employed. Oh. Well, anyways, yeah, so we, uh, obviously, we are, um, I guess you could call it at home um, without, like, full-time jobs, both of us, uh, which is not a bad thing, I guess, at this point in time, because we're kind of relaxing and um, de-stressing from the last five years yeah in my opinion. and yeah. unlearning how to be students i think that's a big theme for yeah. at least the next few episodes mm -hmm. um is that we're just trying to figure out how to like live as functional human beings 
Yeah. So that's interesting. That's been interesting. And hopefully a lot of our peers and a lot of um, other folks who've just graduated a couple years ago or are still in school but are about to graduate or are just dealing with like, I don't know, having to be at home and like actually be an adult and do like domestic things around the house for once. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you guys will find something interesting in this episode or the next one. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean... I can't say that we're really good at any of these things. Uh, we <laughs> uh, barely graduated. We just got our diplomas, I think, like last. I still week. mine is in mine is at like my uncle's house, so I will see it next oh. week. Oh, that's exciting! I thought yeah. you okay. Yeah, I got. Well, it I didn't know where my... I was gonna be living at the time. No, go ahead. Yeah, I got it, and then my mom was like, "Oh my god, finally!" Like it's been long right. Enough. We graduated in May, and we got it in late July. So, anyways. Uh, today's uh, quote-unquote uh, working knowledge lesson is uh, <laughs> I think we wanted to talk about like just household stuff so we're gonna talk about the kitchen like today yeah yeah food. food's always an important thing um, <laughs> super important to me I love food same yeah um, yeah I mean with the whole like COVID situation and staying at home um, I think a lot of us have kind of adapted our cooking regimen or ordering out um things what have you been doing um or what do you want to talk about today oh my god um well I feel like one thing is just I feel like it would have been an adjustment regardless of the state of the world because um I always ate a lot of takeout in college and before Mm -hmm. that when I was like in high school and living at home I was never thinking about Mm -hmm. what's in the fridge and like whatever um being on the other hand I cooked a lot like you did before um so I guess we have like two different uh experiences with that like I commonly cook although obviously with like schoolwork and stuff sometimes it doesn't give me the time but um either way well I think you I, I got, I mean, I, I don't know, you can tell people better, but I feel like you always had to cook kind of like in a, like budget or restricted yeah. way. Not in terms of like only money budget, like time budget mostly. Time is the biggest um, thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think it's, it's interesting for, for me to be just sort of like having to learn how to cook. And I'm not going to lie, I'm discovering I actually might have a bit of a knack for it. So mm. we'll see. Yeah. I made this, I made this. I apparently am really good at making apple pie, even though I've done it only once. I'm that's, like, American, really specific. So. Right? I just found a really good recipe. I think that's the secret. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, the recipes are everything. Yeah. The ability to follow a recipe without getting, like, frustrated with it is also a skill that people should have. <laughs> right, right. But I feel like I thrive under, like, instruction and structure. Mm-hmm. So I love having, like, a really precise recipe, and then I just do what it says, and I'm like, yeah, that was easy. <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, so one, one quick thing, uh, and obviously our listeners will realize if they're still on this, thank you, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, but second of all, well, the way we're going to try to do this is we're just going to like try to learn from each other. That's kind of the point. It's supposed to be cute. We're like two friends, like uh, figuring out the world and like teaching each other <laughs> what we know. <laughs> and this is audio, so you can't see the little like dance I'm doing as I'm trying to make this cute. But just like imagine two really cute, like, cartoon characters i don't know oh my God. um or like a fun comic strip 
But love this. Yeah, so I have like a little thing to teach, I guess, to share with Selena and everyone else for today. And then Selena's gonna share her like cooking hacks with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, hacks. So I'm just gonna get hacks. <laughs> hacks. Life hacks. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Let's see. So I, the thing, like, the newest thing that I've been doing in terms of food is, like, since we're, I'm cooking fresh food a lot more than I used to, um, Mm -hmm. partially because I'm, like, I'm, like, trying to skip takeout, you know, or I, at least earlier, especially when all of this was very new, um, all of this being the pandemic, um, obviously we were, like, staying home and cooking just, like, all the time and absolutely disinfecting everything with extreme, extreme caution. Mm -hmm. And now people are, like, not that convinced that, like, surface-to-surface transmission is that uh, concerning. So I'm not an expert at all. Everyone, please wash your hands and clean everything all the time. But anyway, the point is, after March, um, I had to start cooking a lot more. And so my aunt recommended this really cool, um, like, company called Misfits Market. Mm -hmm. And I think it's pretty popular. A lot of people might have heard of it before, but... Their approach is, like, um, it's basically to prevent food waste, which is a pretty big problem, especially in the U.S. Um, They buy up, like, either surplus produce or, like, quote-unquote ugly Mm -hmm. produce from, like, local markets, and then they deliver them in boxes to their subscribers. So a lot of, like, mainstream retailers will like full-on throw out produce that's not pretty like it's not Mm -hmm. rotten or anything it's just like slightly bruised or it's like a wonky shape or something weird so it's not considered like appealing to buyers it's not considered like uh sellable right yeah and so they just don't put it on the shelves and it's like Mm -hmm. perfectly good food um and sometimes there's a lot of surplus of like a certain vegetable or fruit so that also doesn't get um stocked on shelves as much. So what I really like is I don't have a car. Um I also don't even know how to drive, but that's for another episode. Um and also because like movement is really restricted these days, like, grocery shopping is like one of the most dangerous things you can do apparently. Um it's really cool to have like a subscription to one of these um mm-hmm. one of these like services because every week or whatever couple weeks depending on your choices they'll just drop off a box of like a ton of this, like really pretty colorful vegetables and um they also are like organic and they supply from like local farmers mm-hmm. um it's all seasonal produce which I'll come to in a second but it's like important and really good to eat seasonally rather than like try to eat the same thing all year round so that's what that's my new like hack and I actually I just have like fresh vegetables in the fridge all the time like I had to cancel my next box because I have so much food in the fridge right now like like celery and tomatoes and like all these roots that I've never seen in my life before like I have beetroot in my fridge and I think the last time I ate beetroot was like 10 years ago go ahead i love that it like gives you variety though like because i think when you go to the grocery store you get into a habit of like going and like reaching for the same things and you don't really try like beetroot for example if you want right yeah if you never like considered it so it kind of like forces you to try new things which is like a plus i guess definitely yeah i mean also if if you um if you stay on the subscription long enough, they let you customize. So they still have, you know, a certain selection and mm-hmm. then you can choose what stuff you want. But like a couple weeks ago, I ate for the first time in my life pluots, which is like plum and apricot so. hybrids. So they're like oh. fruit and they basically are like plums. But yeah, they're these like plum apricot 
babies and they taste mm-hmm. really good and i just like i would never have bought a pulat in my life mm-hmm. otherwise uh i don't even know if that's how it's pronounced i, I just i think that's how it would be pronounced it could be like pluo <laughs> i have no idea so yeah that's my like hack there's a lot of it, like but... there's yeah it's like a little it's like a plum but it's green basically so it's interesting. But there's a lot of options out there. There's something called uh, Imperfect Foods. Mm-hmm. There's something... Oh, Selena, your screen is frozen. But there's something called... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my gosh. There's, like... Yeah, Misfits Market, Imperfect Foods. I have a list of this somewhere. Farm Fresh to You. Oh, yeah. Farm Fresh to You. And some mm-hmm. of them are, like, based on where you are. So they might not deliver everywhere. But you're, you'll probably find something that delivers in your area. Also, there's something called the CSA directory, which is like the community supported agriculture is CSA. And so I think if you're like a little farther out from like an urban area, if you're not in a city, that's where mostly these services deliver. Mm -hmm. But if you're like somewhere smaller, you can check out your CSA directory. And if you input your state, it'll tell you like what um, like local farms there are around your where you are and then you can subscribe to them for delivery so like most of these places deliver a box to your doorstep so Mm -hmm. you don't have to go anywhere yeah it's pretty cool you were gonna say something oh i was just gonna say like i think i've heard a lot of um things about how these are really good services for like elderly people because they can't they shouldn't or can't leave their homes like the only way they can really get produce or food is food delivery so this is like a really good um tip for those people yeah i think it's like if you're a really busy professional or if you're like i don't know like if you have like young kids and you like going shopping is like a whole you know thing um mm-hmm. if you're or like if, i pr- or if you ahead. can't go out because of like an immunodeficiency yeah I forget how to pronounce it, but yeah something like that then you should probably consider something like this Right. And even otherwise, like I like you said, I I always tend to like buy the same stuff at grocery stores. Mm -hmm. And most of it is just like garlic and pasta. And I get really I also get really overwhelmed by choice, you know. So I think it's a really Mm -hmm. interesting challenge to have a bunch of vegetables dropped off at your door and then be like, well, now what do I make out of these? I mean, for the longest time, I was just like grilling most of the stuff. And that works really well, like to just toss it in the oven. Most things taste really good grilled. So (laughs) It's pretty, it's pretty fun. You look really, <laughs> you feel really put together for like eating organic and mm-hmm. um, your all fridge of that. looks pretty. Your fridge looks stunning. Yeah. yeah. My That's fridge a thing. is gorgeous. Okay. I love beautifully stocked fridges. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. If I was ever like in the restaurant business, I would always be in the like giant fridge they have. The like oh walk in fridges in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's funny. So good. Yeah. That's probably the biggest reason for me to, like, want a kitchen tour of, like, a really fancy place. <laughs> so, if there are any <laughs> chefs out there. Well, not today. Not these no, days. Not, in, like, no. a few years. Maybe. maybe. Years. Yeah, not now. Um, yeah, but that's basically it. I mean, I just, I think that's going to be, like, my lesson. The only other thing is all these things are, like, really good. They're good, like, life hacks. And you also feel really good about... Like, eating organic, eating seasonally. They're not very expensive. I mean, my box uh, costs, like, $25, I think. Which, mm. for, like, for a ton of vegetables. Like, I get, yeah. not literally a ton. But uh, I think it's, like, five pounds, something like that. It's, like, a pretty big box. That's and it's still, a like, good... more than some people can eat. 
Especially if it you're is. not like commonly or uh, often eating vegetables, then it can be a lot. Right. Well, then good it's good because you're forced to eat vegetables. Yeah, because yeah, they're like going bad in your fridge or whatever. And you're like, oh, I got to eat these. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, seasonal stuff is good, too, because so I was doing a little like reading into why it's important to eat seasonally and stuff. And it's like, you know, everybody loves to eat strawberries all year round, but like you really shouldn't because, well, not like you shouldn't eat them, but it's kind of like we shouldn't really be like more i don't know like incentivizing yeah. yeah like the production of strawberries all year round because i mean even if it's not for the sake of like i don't know it's not everybody is motivated by like transportation costs and fuel use obviously that's a given like if you're gonna import mangoes from halfway around the world in the off season it's gonna be like way more expensive but even if that's not a compelling argument just do it for yourself because mm-hmm. when you buy local or you like grow like eat locally grown and like seasonal produce it's likely coming from somewhere much closer to where you live which means that the fruit or whatever vegetable is gonna stay on the like plant much longer because then it's just plucked fresh and then you get it like within a day or whatever as opposed to it being prematurely Mm -hmm. like harvested and then either it's like made to ripe like while it travels or a worst case, there's, like, injectables in there to, like, you know, speeden up the process of making it, like, ripe and pretty for you to buy. So, obviously, supporting your local economy is, like, also awesome. But even if you're not motivated by helping other people, which I hope everybody is, but <laughs> even if it's for your own good, just, like, buying local means you eat tastier food and it's more nutritious if it stays longer on the plant Mm -hmm. and i can always send like links and papers and things to people if you really want proof but i mean it sounds it makes sense right like the longer it stays like it's supposed to like the more natural the process is the the best version it's fresher it doesn't look or uh feel older drier or whatever right what's your favorite seasonable season of fruit or seasonal fruit sorry (laughs) Like this season? Yeah. Or like any season for a specific season. Oh, I mean, like, I grew up, uh, like, I didn't grow up in India. I grew up near India, but mangoes are really big in the uh, summer back yes. home. They're still, so, they're also really big here. They're uh, yeah, technically still imported, but they are, like, cheaper here right now yeah. during the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I like I'm, I'm a huge fan of like summer fruit. So mm-hmm. I've been I've been getting a lot of mangoes in my Misfits box. As Ooh. actually, I get like one yeah. or two a week. I think they're like I don't know. Actually, it's a good question. Now this is a shouldn't have admitted it if I wasn't sure where the mangoes are coming from. But I trust <laughs> I trust Misfits Market. So, okay. well, I think the one thing about mangoes, or I don't know if this is true or not, but I feel like it might be true is. Um, I feel like they're more likely to get discarded if they don't look as pretty, even if they mm. are like perfectly fine, because they're such a like, I don't know, pure like, like perfectly, you know, shaped perfectly shaped fruit or yeah. whatever. Same goes yeah. for like apples or something. Like I feel like if you see a bruise, you're gonna be like, oh, definitely not this one. Um, yeah. Those that have like thin skins and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, no, I just want some mango. I'm pretty sure I have one in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I have. What about you? Oh, um, I have mangoes in the fridge too. Um, <laughs> my oh my god, my favorite seasonal uh, produce, I guess is the better word, is corn, sweet corn. Mm. I love corn. Oh my god, mm. I'm obsessed with it. And I don't know what it is this year, or maybe it's just the location I'm in. I know that corn is typically a summer produce um, okay. like option, but there hasn't been a lot of corn around, and I don't know why. 
I'm like kind of sad about it. I know. Wait, you're in. Oh no, it's. What's the state that's really famous for corn? Is it Iowa? Uh, Isn't. Uh, I don't know. Or is I know. Like it's Iowa and Idaho, and one is Idaho really potatoes. famous for potatoes. Okay, then Iowa is corn. Yeah, sure. Idaho is potatoes. Yeah, I don't know why that's. Someone told me that like five years ago, and it really stuck with me. For some I should reason. I should know this because I'm actually I'm born here, but I don't know at all. You're so. good. Anyways, yeah, seasonal things are super good. I think like seasonal vegetables are also like a pretty like common thing that people don't really realize is like some vegetables are just not as good in other seasons so yeah. i have no idea ex- i mean like i'm not very like knowledgeable about this um either but i try to buy seasonally um especially fruits because those are the things that i think are the most commonly misused agreed yeah well, that's the best thing, though. You don't have to know everything because there's something called uh, the Seasonal Food Guide. So if you go to seasonalfoodguide.org, <laughs> org. it'll give you like a drop down. You pick your state and you pick the time of year. Like I just put in Pennsylvania in late July. And now I have like a whole list of things of produce available in Pennsylvania in late July. Mm-hmm. Mangoes is not one of them. I got to double yeah. check where Those I'm eating are imported. mangoes from. Anyways. Hopefully not from too far, but like, oh, I've seen, there's, yeah, corn is in here. I've seen, um, what is it called? Like chard, Swiss chard. Mm-hmm. Is that how you pronounce it? It's like this leaf and it's like all over the Misfits catalogs. Mm-hmm. Um, I still haven't like actually had the like bravery to order some, but mm-hmm. we'll try. Blueberries are big. Apricots are big. Lots of really nice um, fruits are... Um, are a thing in the summer in Pennsylvania apparently. So yeah, check it out. There's I feel like there's it's not even just about eating like good. It's also like all these vegetables that are so yum that like don't occur to you because you're yeah. like you know used to eating the same stuff over and over again. Mm-hmm. I like wait every summer to eat corn. Like I'm so wait. excited every summer. <laughs> now I just really want some corn. What I really want is like corn and mango like salsa or something right now. Oh. Like that just sounds so good love that oh watermelon's a really really well, big like summer fruit we always have watermelon in our fridge mm-hmm. during the summer good stuff watermelon anyways sounds great yeah now i'm just hungry but that's my um <laughs> knowledge for today so i don't know oh, thank well, you i hope everyone oh if if anybody wants a referral code for misfits oh. market i got you that's funny <laughs> Just I don't think me. they deliver in my area, but I would have loved to use them. Oh, I guess, like, one one thing that I would say that um, is, like, sort of related but not really related to ingredients is, like, um, consider if you're looking for cheaper options that maybe aren't, like, online deliveries or whatever, consider using uh, Asian grocery stores or, like, mm. um, uh, um, ethnic grocery stores because a lot of them have produce that you would never expect but are super cheap um and they're really fun so tip for you um my uh yay my lesson quote unquote um, (laughs) you're like uh wisdom i know i don't like well it's i guess it's not really much of a lesson i just like wanted to share with you like how i cook and what i love making um since quarantine and staying at home um happened I've been calling this segment my favorite meals that I wouldn't have made otherwise. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Let's see. What's the first one? Oh my god. Okay. So, I guess a little bit of history about my cooking. Like, I love to cook, like, a lot. I think I'm, I'm probably, like, the most cookie... Cookie? Cookie! <laughs> most cook often person. In cooking in climb. Cooking... Whatever. I cooked the most probably out of like all of my immediate friends, at least before this. Um, so I, I that's something that I really enjoy doing and it's like a really fun activity for me. Um, but like there's some things that I like have never tried because I never had the time. And a lot of these things take a lot of time. So the first thing I want to talk about is making broth. Have you ever made <laughs> broth, Chitika? Um, like any no. kind of stock. Oh my God. I don't, it's so I don't think... Like, never on purpose. No, I don't think I have. Oh, my God. Okay, so I... Do you have a favorite kind of stock? Of course. What's your favorite kind of stock? <laughs> oh, I don't, I think I can only think of... Okay, I can think of only three kinds of stock. Okay. Out of which I've eaten, like, two. There's vegetable stock, mm-hmm. there's chicken <laughs> stock, and, and there's sh- shrimp stock, oh, which yeah, I know because one. our friend Kevin... Every time he gets shrimp, oh my god, somebody's mowing the lawn. Someone, I can hear it, yeah. No, sorry. Okay. Every time, every time Kevin gets shrimp, he goes like, "Oh, I got shrimp today, and I want to save the shells and freeze That's them the thing. to make That's shrimp." That's exactly stop. what I was gonna talk about. Have That's you never heard of that before? Oh my god. Only from Kevin. I'm always like, you're obsessed with shrimp stock. But now I'm really curious about shrimp stock because. Okay, well I'll talk about shrimp stock first. I love Sounds shrimp good. stock. Well, okay, so, like during this uh stay at home order and stuff i actually haven't been like buying that much seafood um which is actually another interesting topic that i'll, I'll talk about later um how like seafood is super cheap now but yeah. i haven't bought much seafood because like i think it sometimes it takes more time to cook and then um you don't get as much out of it um it's like kind of right. expensive sometimes not right now but it often is usually yeah so like the few times that i have bought shrimp from like whole foods or wherever i'm grocery shopping i always save the shells and i just it's really fun you just boil them basically and uh well no i think actually what we did was um we as in me and my uh partner we like stir fried them or like heat them up over oil and then you would boil them for like a long period of time and it makes like the Mm. most beautiful like it's like red shrimp stock um yeah it's delicious um but yeah we would use that a lot for um pasta bases that's really fun um what did we use it for i think i made it um just for like oh god like a i don't remember it was great (laughs) but um shrimp stock is really fun it's not very often that I make it because I don't buy shrimp that often. The most common right. uh, broth or stock that I make is like a chicken pork vegetable stock, um, which is really mm. easy. Or you could just do vegetable stock. So since we're talking about like ingredients, if you have scraps of certain um, vegetables, I just mm-hmm. like throw them into a bag in the freezer and throw them all into a, a pot at the end of like the month or something and make stock out of it. Um, Ooh. Yeah, it's really great. Basically, um, what I do is if I'm doing like my vegetable, um, chicken and pork stock, I have pork bones, which are actually like sometimes really hard to find in certain neighborhoods. So I go to like an Asian grocery store or an ethnic grocery store to find it. Oh, you have to like Um, buy pork bones? 
Yeah. Well, like, um, so in Pennsylvania, like Giant Eagle, uh, the one that was near me, they didn't have like any type of bone meat, mm. if that makes sense. And they're oh, okay. Um, gotcha. Meat. It was always like boneless or whatever. Yeah, it's like boneless. Um, they didn't have any. Like, I like using pork bones. Um, not like pork meat. I guess. I mean, you're supposed to use the bone. You get more like nutrients out of it. Right. Right. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So I would like buy that from a, a grocery store and um i normally with pork i try to i think i forget what it's called but you like boil it first to get all the impuri- impurities out of it okay. um you drain the water and then you throw it in the oven at like a high temperature i think it's like 400 or something for like 30 minutes and you like kind of roast it so it gets crispy and that gives you like a lot of the flavor so you like um take that out um and then boil it with your chicken and your stock afterwards and it's it's like a really like hearty soup i mm. think i guess yeah i'm not explaining this very well but it's delicious no, so you guys should look good. up a recipe i think the trick with like pork bones um is like you have to roast it first in the oven or like even um right fry it in a pan beforehand because otherwise you don't get all the flavor out of it so um yeah, and then what I normally do is I would, like, I know this is, like, not, you're not supposed to do this, but I boil it overnight or I simmer it overnight. Ah! So, I know. Well, we didn't have a fire stove. It was fine. Um, <laughs> don't tell anyone. <laughs> but I would, like, start it at, like, 11 at night, and then I wake up at, like, 6 in the morning, and I would turn it off. Um, oh but the longer you boil it or simmer it, the better it tastes, so... Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Maybe. But I mean, keep an eye on it. If it's simmering, it's probably fine. Um, but the reason why I want to mention broth is like, there's so many things you can make out of broth. This is oh true. my God. And you can just, I mean, you could just make like soup, like chicken noodle soup or something. Right. There's a lot of like Asian soups that I've made that are, or Chinese soups that I've made that are like, need a good base basically. Um, noodle soups. Oh my God. Those are mm. like the best I'm just gonna be make. really hungry. We did not plan this out no, well in terms all. of like I have go into an episode about food <laughs> without eating anything. <laughs> yeah, but I love broth. I'm sorry, so. I cut you off. Yes, broth sounds amazing. That's what I was reading about. How like you were saying, like veggie scraps are so mm-hmm. good to use in broth. Like if you don't have a compost pit or whatever, you can't compost for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I'm not gonna lie. I think we might have to do an episode on composting because I don't know how to compost anything. Uh, I like know the basics of it but not much yeah right i mean it's a little bit like oh how do you do it without i don't Mm -hmm. know like really really full-on doing it anyway but yeah like that's a really cool i feel like i'm also really this is terrible but i'm really picky about like like ends of vegetables and like what i actually cook to eat so i have i usually have a lot of like veggie scrap which is ironic for somebody who's happy to buy like ugly Mm -hmm. vegetables (laughs) um I guess but, yeah. I think there's some vegetables that you can't put in stock, but like a lot of them are pretty common. Like and onion ends, for example, mm. if you're cutting onion, just throw them into a bag, and then I like dump the entire bag into my stock, and I it makes it onions. taste really great. Yeah, and you can and also just make too, veggie. Right? Yeah, celery is a big one. Carrots. Um, if you don't like those ends, you can always throw them in. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hayden's. Hayden's. <laughs> also, I think like broth is like a really good way um 
to stretch your meals too since like we're not supposed to be going to the i mean people still do but you're not supposed to go to the grocery store so often often like, I think, right yeah every two weeks i think is like recommended so um making broth in many ways i think can like extend the life of your food at home so yeah. you don't have to leave as often yeah plus everyone likes soup people don't like soup are just really I think it's, and also with like fall kind of coming even though I'm like <laughs> I'm sweating as I'm saying this but mm-hmm. once it gets a little cooler broth is a really good kind of like food yeah for chillier weather too yeah there's so, so many things you can do with it um anyways yeah, yeah that's my What's first next on one the- okay right. um let's see I have a list of things I don't have to talk about all of them but okay <laughs> I I think eggs are the most <gasps> amazing ingredient ever. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. They're, you can make them in so many ways. They're so... Obviously, they're helpful in, like, baking. Oh, I could, like, marry eggs. In baking? baking. Oh, like... Do you have to oh, bake? Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's like a binder. And I everything. don't know why I thought of, like, baked eggs. <laughs> I don't know why that was the first thing. You could Never bake eggs, eggs, technically. Yeah, oh. no, but, like, I just think it's so interesting how there's so many different ways to make an egg. So I've definitely explored more ways to make eggs in this uh, stay-at-home order uh, than I've ever done before. I think, like, I mean, obviously, I've always loved eggs. That's, like, my personal love. But um, <laughs> I would only, like, fry them, like, pretty basically, like, uh, or boil them or whatever. But then I recently discovered, not recently, but, like, I recently tried to tried. perfect uh like soft-boiled eggs oh my god amazing so good oh i mean like i've always loved like slightly runny eggs but i never really had like the patience to do it before yeah amazing yeah soft-boiled eggs are great um speaking of broth how do you make soft-boiled eggs oh yeah well for me if i uh i think it's like i normally do seven minutes um boiling water or if you like put um an egg in like water that's still boiling or still heating up but not boiling then i do like eight or nine minutes uh, because i'm lazy and i don't want to wait for the water to boil start boiling yeah 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 i think like um the best egg that's like soft boiled though is like if you make it for uh noodle soup or like ramen Mm. you like sometimes i like actually boil the egg with like a shell in water um, other times I'll just like crack the egg into whatever like Stop. noodle soup I'm making and then I'll just like dump it out when it's done. And like if you time it correctly, this is something I taught one of my roommates, Michael, too. If you time it correctly, you'll have a perfectly like almost poached egg on your noodle <gasps> soup or ramen. And it's like the most amazing thing in the world. They're really hard. Yeah. Just like poaching an egg in water. I still can't do it. Perfe- yeah. Like perfectly. No, I. Yeah. I don't think I know a human being who can poach <laughs> eggs. Like, like my mom has tried it. My brother has mm-hmm. tried it. They're like, I don't know. I've never seen anything that they like can't manage to cook correctly after practice. I can't do but... a perfectly poached egg. It's just, it's like impossible. Like I can yeah. do it where like if I'm making soup and I'm like still boiling the noodles in the noodle soup. Right. I can like crack an egg into it and just like let it sit there and it will like kind of become like a right soft boiled or like poached egg but it's not like the same like poached egg you would get like for an egg yeah. spenny you know whatever egg spenny also so good 
Also I'm so just good. absolutely starving right now. <laughs> no, sorry. Maybe we shouldn't have done a cooking or like a kitchen no, we, related episode. We should have opened with like anyone who's listening to this, bring a snack. Yeah, bring a snack. Um, if you if you haven't already like caved and paused this and gone to the kitchen to grab something to eat, just do yeah. it now because we're starving. I feel yeah. like looking at your list, it's only going to get worse. Well, I don't want to go through all of them because we are like... I don't even know how many minutes we're at. We're almost at 30 minutes now. Um, but oh, wow. let me see. Oh, I'm going to talk do, about... Do like one more then. Yeah, which one do, do you want me to talk about finish. out of these this list? Honestly, I've been eyeing the first one, the top okay. of the list. Okay, okay. This is a great one. I don't know why I never did this in my cooking adventures before, but always have a jar, like a big-ass jar. Sorry, I don't know if we're cursing or not on this podcast, <laughs> but a big freaking jar of kimchi in your fridge oh my god okay it's i know that like all these like things might be like a little more skewed asian that's fine but kimchi is so good like on its own or as like an add-in for stir fry and especially an Mm -hmm. add-in for fried rice oh my gosh okay i live in so currently right now we're like obviously doing this remotely so i'm home um in my childhood home back in like indiana and Chittica's, like, still in Pittsburgh. Um, but I can't get kimchi here. And it's, like, the most sad and depressing thing ever. Um, yeah, so kimchi all I... Kimchi's so good. It's so good. So, anyways, my the list item that she was eyeing was kimchi fried rice. Really kimchi anything. Um, I love putting kimchi in fried rice because it has, like, such a... If you get the right kind of kimchi, it has, like, a perfectly, like tangy but spicy kick to the fried rice and then if you add in like spam or like ham even or egg and like that little salty like crunch will make it like a perfect dish in my opinion oh my gosh yeah, I'm, yeah i also really normally oh, kimchi is like cabbage based right and yeah, i cabbage. normally like I, cabbage is i feel like one of the hardest things to cook well like and for it to taste good mm-hmm. is rare because it always still tastes like cabbage mm-hmm. yeah um which is fine, but Which you know, I feel like, but like for some people, they're they're not like super into cabbage. right, yeah. And kimchi is like a really great way to get into cabbage if you're trying to eat cabbage. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and it tastes great. Now I've said, I've said cabbage so many times. I'm thinking of do you you watched um, Avatar, right? Which Avatar? The 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 cartoon. Not- oh, the Airbender Avatar. Oh no, I've never seen Avatar. I'm sorry. And then the I know, sequel, oh, I we're know. digressing, but the sequel, <laughs> which is uh, The Legend of Korra, is also uh-huh. going to be on Netflix. I've, I'm very new to it. Like, I've only, I watched the whole thing only during the, uh, mm-hmm. during quarantine. But there's this great meme, which is like, I'm spoiling a little bit, but like every time it's they're okay. on like an adventure or like a battle or something crazy is happening, there's always this one poor guy who's this like cabbage uh, vendor and he has like a little crate of cabbages. <laughs> And they always crash into him or, like, zoom by him. Oh, and then funny. he always yells. He goes, like, my cabbages. <laughs> and it just, it's the biggest, I think it's the longest running joke across, like, whatever, that's four so seasons. It is hilarious. You, oh, my God, you have to watch that show. I know. A lot of people have told me to watch it, and I just have never got around to it. It's hard for me to get into, like, animes because I have to mm. fully pay attention. That's a whole other episode that we can talk about. <gasps> We have to have a K-drama episode, like watching okay. foreign TV, but yeah. not today. Okay, not today. 
Um, no, but like, so how I make kimchi, I this I don't want to say that this is like the correct recipe or this is the only way to do it because the way I do it is probably like not I don't know official authentic, authentic oh. whatever. I'm not Korean. I'm Chinese. Um, so the way I make it is I always um I cook the uh stir fry the kimchi first like in some oil so cooked kimchi tastes a little bit different than like raw kimchi it i think it tastes better um obviously like raw kim not raw kimchi but like pickled kimchi pickled i mean it's pickled anyways but like uncooked unfried kimchi um can taste a little more like sour i think Mm -hmm. um but kimchi when it's cooked i think tastes a little bit like more exciting so i normally fry the kimchi first and then i take it out and then I fry, like, the meat, uh, whatever meat I have. If not meat, then, like, mushrooms or something. And then I fry that in, like, mm. the kimchi juices and stuff like that. Oh. Ugh, delicious. And then I just leave I, – I basically, like, any kind of fried rice is, like, a one-pan meal. So I take out – All the, the juices meat. have to stay in yeah, the Yeah, all the right. juices have to stay in there. So I take out all of, like, the, the mix-ins. Like, I sometimes I do – um, ground beef. Sometimes I do spam or ham or – I think we did chicken one time when we had like leftover um, fried and chicken. And you said or uh, like mushrooms are good. Like yeah, veggie. mushrooms are really good. I always um, add some onions in there. Yeah, so you mm-hmm. would cook that all up, take it out, and then you put the rice in. So one thing about the rice is, if you can, try to do day old rice, not fresh rice, because technically it's like too smushy at the time. Um, it's still doable, but like it doesn't like coat. Like the sauces don't coat the fried rice the, the rice as well right. yeah i normally um if we're in a pinch like we'll use it but um i would like cook rice in the morning and then make fried rice at the end of the night or i would like do it a day before um so i w- i put the rice into like all the juices in the pot or the pan and then fry it up and stuff like that um <laughs> and then i would add in the other stuff back in and then put the kimchi in as well so um yeah, that's how I make it. I also add, like, obviously all of, like, these great spices, like garlic powder, onion powder. Um, I like adding uh, ginger powder or just ginger as well and a lot of fresh garlic. I am a sucker for fresh garlic. Um, what else do I do? Garlic is so good. Oh, my God. It's so good. Um, and then yeah. you eat it. <laughs> and then I eat it, basically. Oh, sometimes if I, I mean, I, I'll, not always, but most of the time I add an egg into it. So I either, like, fry that separately or I, like, fry it in with all the mix-ins um, in the second mm. step. So, oh, delicious. Um, green onions are always a good topper. Let's see, what else do I put in there? It's really, like, fried rice is really, like, whatever you want to make it. Like, you can put yeah. anything in there. Like, if you just want rice and kimchi, you can do that. It won't taste as good as maybe with other stuff, but <laughs> you can do that. It in works. In my opinion. Yeah, it works. So, yeah. So. Kimchi is um, one of, like, so the reason why I say these are, like, my favorite, like, meals that I wouldn't have otherwise made is, like, most of the time I wouldn't have time to make broth. Like, now that I have been home, um, basically, like, 24-7, I can uh, go like work while my broth is cooking in the background or something like that and I don't have to like do anything crazy um same with kimchi like the only reason I have kimchi is uh because I wanted to like spice up a meal for one 
And then also, like, I think when you have, like, a common side dish that you add to multiple meals, you can make it so that your meals last longer. Yeah. Um, it makes it feel like you're, like, you have more stuff at home, I guess. Um, and eggs are just, like, a necessity, in my opinion. Eggs are great. Yeah. But the bottom line is, like, try, like, new things. Um, try some new recipes. Um, yeah. That's pretty Be much it. Be adventurous in the kitchen. Be adventurous. <laughs> yeah. Not so adventurous that you leave your stove on all night like some okay. people. Okay. Okay. It's fine. It's simmering. It's not a fire stove. It's not a gas stove. Fair enough. I know. I know. Oh, you're right. I guess it's electric. Yeah. No, it's no, no. Electric. Technically, it's still not allowed. But <laughs> It's not. No, this is a big joke. Nobody does that on this not, podcast. I've yeah. never nope. done that at all. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. It was a meme. That was a joke. Um, yeah, I may or may not know somebody who's had to do that to like because their heating was always broken. Oh my god! So oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. Okay, <laughs> okay. Right, enough exposing everybody. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So that well, was my stuff- lesson. I hope that you guys enjoyed yeah. learning things. I mean, it's more like us telling each other like the cool or like interesting things that we've done. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, as we'll probably discuss on another episode, making friends outside college is a whole other thing. Yeah, so, so we're just going to keep the ones we have. We're just yeah. trying to keep each other around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's really sad um, because, like, I don't even know when the next time I'm going to see you is. So, like, this is our way of, like, hanging out. I mean, that's true for, honestly, most people on the planet. I don't know when I'm going to see a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Anyway, Anyways. um, on a lighter note, well, what's our what's our closing segment? I guess yeah, two two lessons today. One oh. is um, two tips. Eat local, yeah, two tips, not lessons. That's a, the heavy word. Um, eat local, order online, but like try not to order from Amazon or whatever. But support your like local um, yeah places also if your local restaurants i know a lot of places are closing because of the current situation so if you can you can support them that way too yeah and make broth <laughs> <laughs> make broth make uh, but eat save good. your veggies <laughs> save your veggies eat organic eat healthy and it doesn't have to be expensive woo okay <laughs> my god I, okay. Saw, I just i'm absolutely i'm starving at this point okay. uh but that's it that's it for today right um yeah i think that's it um, I don't know what our next episode will be, but it'll still be related to uh, current life situation. Oh, we were talking about making friends outside of like school. Oh and yeah, stuff like that. I, yeah think, well, I think I was thinking we'll this um, this like series or whatever is gonna be uh, new grads. Mm-hmm. Now what? I love that. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Thank you guys for listening. Um, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Don't forget to learn from your friends. <laughs> We're still testing out the tagline, but we'll come to some a better yeah, Expand one. your working knowledge of yeah. whatever you want to learn. Okay. Anyways, thank you guys. This has been Working Knowledge, and we'll Bye. see you guys next time.